Freaks, Kinks, and Geeks is brought to you by two kinky poly babes on a mission to make sure you can be well-informed before diving into all things kink, dating, sex, and non-monogamy. We want to make sure this content can stay free and available for everyone who needs it. And with a little help from our listeners, we can do exactly that. Consider joining our Patreon for a monthly subscription where you can have access to our behind-the-scenes content, or you can make a small donation to our Ko-fi, where you can donate as little as $2 to make a huge difference. We greatly appreciate it. We're so creaky. Creaky. I'm like, I got the creaks. I'm like a rickety old house. I'm just falling, <laughs> falling apart. Spider webs, cobwebs, just, just everywhere. Oh, no, but not the right spider web. I right? know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, hi. <laughs> anyway, fuck this shit. <laughs> Last episode, just, <laughs> God. Jesus. Take this shabari off my mug. Oh, I like that your highlighter matches your mug. Ooh, yeah, it does. Thank you for pointing it out so I can show one more time. Yeah, and there's only one of these mugs. And actually, if you saw April's story where she was holding the mug, it was mine. Just kidding. We got bestie matching mugs. Ah! I mean, if you have a mug that says good vibes only with vibrators on it, you get it. Come on. And I have all of these except for... Oh, no, I have all of them. Yep, I have all of them. I don't have the egg one. Or the butt plug one. This one? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I have good. One. Should we get one? Mm-hmm. I recently you don't have a butt plug, a, period? Yeah, you no, do. No, remember? I do have the one, but it, like, is one of those that you get at the cash register. Yeah, so you have a butt plug. Oh, I thought it was a vibrating butt plug. No. Oh, oh it might be. It does I have one of those, too. Only. What, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. <laughs> so I was right. You I just don't had like to catch up much. to me. I didn't like it. It wasn't oh, my yeah. favorite. I don't know why. I'm not a fan. I'm not, it I might know. have been the vibey. I've never seen something that's made me go, time for anal. <laughs> time to get it. Time, time for some of this. I don't know. I'm, I, don't not see, it. I don't see butt plugs in like, yeah. It's more of like. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Like, Dude, I like that. Are we here, like thinking that other people are like, yes? I, no, they are. Like I've seen people who get so excited for anal, and I'm like, I don't get it. Okay, that's true. I have enjoyed. I'm over here, anal. like I, I have come understand. from anal, so like I. But I just I don't know. You come from anal? I have. I've never crazy times. Mm-hmm. Crazy times. I don't like like I don't like having a penis for anal. Oh, true. True. Like, I'm not a fan. I'm butt plug finger girl. <laughs> It's only my superhero name. Butt plug for your girl. <laughs> that's not a like that's not on a shirt or some sort of something. I don't want it. What's your superhero name? Butt plug for your girl. And I'm Boy Vibe Wonder. <laughs> saving lives. Saving lives one, one vibe at a time. <laughs> that's her. <laughs> That's how people know they're coming. We don't have the bad <laughs> signal. We just have the... <laughs> you just hear the buzz. You're like, is that bees? We got it. No beehives. No beehives. God, okay. <sighs> uh, sorry, let me turn the page. Yes, please. <laughs> get back on. Yeah, let's get on schedule. Sh- schedule. <laughs> welcome to back to... Welcome well, to back well, to... Well, welcome to the butt plug finger cave. <laughs> <laughs> just... We are... We are freaks, kinks, and geeks. Oh my. <laughs> Literally. And what did you just walk into? 
Butt plug finger girl. I just hope that like if you're in your office and you don't realize like how loud your speakers are, this is not where you start on the Yeah, podcast. no, I hope your boss just heard me say butt plug finger girl. <laughs> boy vibe wonder. I'm gonna go yeah, I'm gonna, vibe wonder. I'm gonna keep saying butt plug finger girl just in case your boss walks by I again. Ch- you're welcome. Butt plug finger girl. But 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 plug but plug but plug anal <laughs> anal. Oh my god. You know what's really gonna get fucked up is the 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 YouTube. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get banned. It's <laughs> fine. They're going to be like, this one's restricted. And I'm going to be like, ah, <laughs> damn it. God damn it. Hey, but these are all body parts, butt plugs. Hey, I'm just butt. talking medically. And, 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 and anal, anal is... An anal gland? That's health. I didn't create your anus. I'm <laughs> just saying it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not God. Okay? I didn't make that. He made it. Lord knows I didn't make it. It's ugly. He was like... Mm. It's like a weird fleshy flower thing. Okay. I don't like... You, you, you've just lost privileges to your thesaurus. <laughs> Anals are very cute. Anals? Anuses. <laughs> you know what I meant? I did. I did. It's just so funny. They're not. That's why people have been trying to like bleach him since the beginning of time. That yes, I still don't understand. Who the you fuck know, is staring at your butthole that you need it bleached? Yeah, I like that the idea is that they're going to be like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it's not bleached. Ew. Uh, ew. Okay, he closed the cheeks. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm out. <laughs> Sorry. Like, who, who, when no. have you ever had sex and seen someone's butthole and you're like, that's concerning? What? No, no, no. <laughs> when have you ever seen somebody's butthole in sex, during sex, and you were like, you know something? If only it had been. If bleached. that was just lighter in color, mm-hmm. I would have really gone to town on it. You wow, know? you know what? No king shaming. If, if that's that were, you. if that was just a dusty rose. <laughs> And not a fleshy pink. If that was more of a blush pink as opposed to a roast beef brown pink, (laughs) I would have been there. I would have been in. I would have been in. I don't... That's why when the whole, like, TikTok was going around about um, women being like, get men stared our buttholes. They don't care. I think that idea is so funny because that is just in line with what I think of, you know, like, straight men in general where they're just like, whoa. Like... Gross. Butthole. Ooh, but... It's a butthole. They're farting there. (laughs) It will poop That's what I think of. I asked him, like, oh, yeah, so you see our buttholes, right? He's like, yeah. And I was like, have you ever given a shit? He was like, no. And I was like, cool, keep going. <laughs> keep doing good work, soldier. When we've shared so many sex stories, nobody's mentioned buttholes. Let me tell you no. something. If a butthole comes up in our stories, RIP. Rip. Because <laughs> there yeah. is not anything good attached to that. No. If I'm telling you a story involving a butthole, there was Yeah, poop. there's something happened. There or was tearing or something. Skid marks. Something. You don't want to. <sighs> And everybody poops. It's normal. Fine. It's normal. It's normal. But I'm... You got to get an A. That's where it comes out of. It's, you yeah. can't go to the neighborhood. It's fine. And not expect to find a little poop in there. What's great is that we're not talking about buttholes at all for this episode, <laughs> except that's all we've been talking about. <laughs> we have literally six minutes of butthole footage. <laughs> it's you, fine. You tell me we can't use that. I don't. I'm using it. <laughs> Staying in my episode. Staying in mine. I just do the fast forward, like, you know, <laughs> <and then> I do... <laughs> Um, you know, if you can't talk about buttholes on your podcast, hey, where can you talk about it? And if you it? can't talk about buttholes with your friends, hey, it's just you, me, April, and this mm-hmm. empty car and or office and or and gym headphones and or your boss. Or dishes. hopefully your boss. We don't know. Cleaning? Who do we care? We you, don't care. Hey, are you a person who employs people? Consider talking about anuses. Not, I mean, no, you don't. I do, actually. And then, yes. And hey, well, hey I'm going to report you to HR. Let me tell you. Don't do that. <laughs> so what'd you bad. say? 
So we're actually talking about compersion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like real, yeah. like, yeah. real poly-related. We're not even doing sex stuff anymore. We're no. doing poly-related okay. stuff. Sex. Non-monogamy. Hey, don't do, that's true, hey. right? <laughs> Only for people around you. Watch yourself. Watch your mouth and watch your tongue. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh my god, can you imagine me trying to like have to stand up to defend like a soft boy or it's like, oh, that'd be, hey, don't. Don't be don't funny. Do <laughs> don't, don't go there. Don't do that. Don't funny joke that we do all the time between <laughs> you and I. Don't pick on him. Don't pick. No, stop it. He's like a fin. I made Jay apologize to Finn last night. See? Wow, that happens a lot in your home, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Usually every night. Once a night, Jay has to apologize what to Finn. What is he doing to Finn? Uh, last night, he told me he was a bad boy, and I told him he was not a bad boy. And Jay I was like, tell him he's good. <laughs> he knows what you're saying. Tell him he's good. Because he looks so hurt. He was. I was like, you're not bad. And he looked at Jay and was like, No, you say <laughs> Mom said, so Mom. what's about to come out of your mouth? We'll wait. <laughs> we'll wait. We're free now. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that happened. So this episode, we're talking about compersion. And if you've been in any sort of polyamory slash non-monogamy discussion groups online, or maybe perhaps if you have picked up a book yep. on non-monogamy, you maybe heard about this. What is, what is compersion? Compersion is. Am I reading? Whoa. Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Ain't no girl to the rescue. Um, ain't no finger. What? what was it? Wait, what was it? Fuck. Butt plug finger girl. Butt plug finger girl. I have to write that down. <laughs> Compersion is our wholehearted participation in the happiness of others. It's the sympathetic joy we feel for somebody else, even when their positive experience does not involve or benefit us directly. Yeah, that and there it is. Boom. Do you know where it came from? I, I mean, I definitely read the line in the article about it for sure in the article that i read did. yep and um I so it is up, in the article she was in there and i read it so in 1900s in the year is 1900s ish 1990s 19 <laughs> 1900s okay the later 1900s <laughs> very late 1900s the very the tail end i just will. broke my pen i'm triggered it's like when the kids are like, when were you born? 1985. Oh, oh the 1900s. I will stab you, They child. really, they were violent. They chose violence. They chose violence. That's the most violent thing I that you could say I did not consent to that. Did not. I did not. That degradation hurt. Not, not, not me, assistant to butt plug finger girl. No. <laughs> so, compersion was coined and defined in the early 1990s by the Carista community. So, it's a poly group out of San Fran. Um, and they defined it as the feeling of taking joy in the joy that others you love share among themselves. What I kind of love about that is that they even found out that that experience was happening because yeah. I feel like if you just compare it to the groups that I'm in on Facebook, it feels like no one's ever happy. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, yeah. And there's a lot of argument about compersion that I've seen is, in the poly group. Is the argument about like whether or not it's a good goal to have? Yes. Is that, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm That's a big argument. And I've gotten into that argument a number of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think me argued never. What? You're me? so agreeable. I'm pretty sure I got, <laughs> I got kicked out of one of those groups. Um, they were wrong. I don't care. <laughs> you didn't belong there. They no. didn't deserve you. Yeah. Butt plug finger girl. Y'all, y'all, y'all missed out. While. Y'all missed out on butt plug finger girl. Yeah. Hmm. So, but I mean, realistically, compersion's been around well before they coined the term. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, exactly. I, it, it's not exclusive to just romantic relationships also. Yeah, you know? no. I, that was something that I was really trying to hone in on is like, oh, are there, is there anything here that's like, oh, this is specifically like relationshipal? Relationship. Yeah, it's like a nipple, but make it relationship. Um, like I felt it when you went to Alaska. It was like, yeah. I mean, she goes. what's so we talk about it a lot, non-monogamy, mm-hmm. but this can exist in uh, dynamics outside of non-monogamy. So True. it can be a monogamous thing. Yeah. As a monogamous person, you should be experiencing compersion. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and on a friendship level with friends and coworkers, you can experience compersion. Yeah. So it's not just for non-monogamous people. Mm-hmm. We right. just tend to talk about it more because the propensity for jealousy and having to deal with the jealousy is much yes. higher. That was another thing that I thought was interesting is that they uh, sometimes will refer to compersion as the opposite of jealousy. Yes. Do you agree with that? Um, yes. Yeah, I would say so. Yes. Just definition-wise. Yes, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's... Um, the two can't coexist. Oh, true. Wait, in the same situation? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. In the same way that, like, I always talk about a Mm -hmm. word, I don't know if I've used it here, but terracited. Mm -hmm. So, like, in life, a lot of emotions and feelings have counterparts that you can feel at the same time. Mm -hmm. So, like, I say terracited because usually if I'm excited, I'm also fucking terrified. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I'm about to do a big thing, and I don't know where it's going to lead, and I'm kind of jumping off a cliff and going, hope I don't fucking splat. Yep. So that's why, like, a lot of people, I think, misjudge the fact that, like, you, if you feel compersion, they're like, you can feel no jealousy. And that's just not fucking realistic. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you can feel compersion and jealousy at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. They can coexist. Yeah. In the same relationship? In the same relationship. That's true. Yep. You're like, ooh, I'm so glad that you met this one person. I'm so happy you seem so happy. You guys got ice cream together? Rude. Did you get the sprinkles? I hate you. I, that was our thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I've, I've even felt like I fortunately don't get a ton of jealousy issues. But even for me, like if Jay's going on a date and I've not been on a date in a while, I'm excited for him. But I'm still kind of like, oh, damn. Yeah. yeah. Um, or I might feel a little lonely in those moments. Mm-hmm. But I'm still excited for him. I feel like loss of like it felt like there was a time where I was dating where I was like, do I want to date this week? I can have it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not, I don't know. It's just, I don't know if it was a lower standard thing or, like, if it was just the newness of being able to go on dates. Yeah. But, like, I, yeah, I felt like, one time I was like, I got had three dates in a week. I was really on a rebound during that week. I was like, let's go. And it doesn't, just because you have those short moments, you can also have, I think a lot of times the goal is just to have those shorter moments of jealousy or envy, yeah. which Brene Brown talks a lot about the difference between jealousy and envy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's more like if your first, that was your first reaction, but now how do you handle that? Like we can't really eliminate our first reaction, but we can kind of handle how like we move forward with it. Yeah. Or even just like recognizing like, oh, that was a blip. Like mm-hmm. um, a prime example is you've been in like a situationship recently. Oh. As what we'll call it now. I okay. Situationship. <laughs> She's getting to know someone. I'm yeah. We're just we're just we're they're yeah. just pals being pals. We're just pals. We're just palling around. Palling around. We're just palling. So I definitely had a small like blip of like oh damn she's able to date and I haven't been able to go on a good date in a long time. Oof. But I'm it it for it. me it doesn't. It was more of like no nah, okay next. Nice. Where I'm more excited for you, you know, than I'm like I am. Panicking the whole way through. I'm just like, oh, I'm, uh, what is it? A situation? I don't know. What am I going to do? Do I like you? Cooties. Things end, things begin. So, I mean, that's normal. Like, me having that small moment of like, oh, I wish I could date. 
doesn't discredit the fact that I'm still excited for you. Thank you so much. So I'll send you to one of those parties, see what you can pull out. Of the- <laughs> Hard pass. I was surprised. I didn't go there looking I don't for that. Date which is anymore. Funny. <laughs> I'm out. I'm asexual. <laughs> oh, come on. There's so many. I think the t- the tall, probably the tallest is the one I'm seeing. It's not my type. I think they're getting another roommate that's taller. Also my type. Not really my type, but more on the scale of your type to my type. Look, more put, freaked him out. I don't know that it's... I can. Mm-mm. I'm sure that, I'm sure that, Mm-mm. I'm sure that the others are much more. Yeah. Birds it's of a feather. <gasps> You're right. <laughs> anyway. It's fine. Thank you for your, thank you for comforting me. <laughs> it's fine. So, but I think, you know. Is there a verb for compersion? To compers. I don't know. We should probably look. Throw the definition. Throw throw it up there. Is there there one? Ah. We have to act like we know if there is or isn't. Wait, actually do one where it's like there is one. Oh, Oh. that's what it means. Okay, cool. Okay, now do one where I couldn't find one. Ah, Ah, sorry. Damn it. (laughs) People listen, you're like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like I said, interactive. Go to Google. Yes. Um, There's something. So the six. I didn't look into the compersion handbook as much, but what were these six elements of compersion? Oh, gosh. Do you remember? No. So, um, <laughs> we'll look so that up, too. <laughs> essentially, the, the essence of the six elements, that was one that I, I probably should have printed. I did completely forget about that. But um, the six elements essentially are uh, making sure your needs are met. That was kind of a big one where it's like if you're tuned into what it is that you need as a person and into your own, like, how to have your own level of self-satisfaction. I don't know if I'm saying self-satisfaction, but just like very clear understanding of what your needs are and making sure those are met. That's creating a more healthy environment for you to feel good for other people. Because a lot of times that jealousy feeling comes from something that maybe you're not getting, you know? Uh, That's where a lot of like uh, couples or just anybody practicing non-monogamy kind of run into like, especially when you're moving from a space of monogamy into non-monogamy, where you're like, oh, we used to be like, feel so even the way we were doing things. So you weren't like feeling like you weren't getting what you're partner was getting but now it will feel like oh shit you're getting that and I'm not getting that and it's not overlapping and it's an I but I want that so bad you know so that's where that can kind of come up so having your needs met and knowing that you're in a healthy space can also uh that's that was one of the six elements that I do remember um and for the other five you got to join our patreon we'll let you know there <laughs> I will definitely drop a link I might I look I can even pause it and I'll voice over it maybe and then it will just be mine so then you have to check out the YouTube Boom. um you know so compersion uh, comes up a lot and and jealousy comes up a lot obviously in relationships mm-hmm. um one of these articles that I really appreciated it talked about how to work on getting to compersion oh how to practice nice which I thought was pretty interesting um, and it actually suggested practicing in aromantic relationships. Oh, I mean, so, yeah, that's way more accessible, I think. Yeah, and I think even for monogamous couples, that's where a lot of jealousy issues do come up when, like, one person gets close to a coworker, or one person gets to go on a work trip or mm-hmm. one person gets to go out for drinks every week or yeah. that's where those jealousy issues can come up, mm-hmm. um, bordering on trust issues, but... Those yeah. those are all good opportunities to practice compersion, mm-hmm. yeah. um, where you kind of talk yourself down from those jealous moments and just being yeah. excited for them to go out and have drinks with their friends or have a close connection at work and mm-hmm. make that friendship and foster that growth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I thought that was an interesting way of going about practicing compersion. 
Yeah. Because we get, we've always, like in non-monogamy, we're always preached out of, you should become Persian. You should yeah. go for conversion. You should go. But we're never even told how to get there. That's true. We should tell we're just going to arrive there. Yeah. When it, and sometimes, like, a lot a lot of times, these, the groups will kind of take an attack stance, you know? Uh, sometimes I feel like a lot of people are speaking from a place of when they were in what's being discussed, and then so they're channeling those emotions. So all I'm saying there is, like, you know, if, you know, you might be having somebody who has experienced a very in, intensely jealous partner having to be like, oh, mm-hmm. why? You should just be happy for your partner. And then, and, but they're like, you know... That's probably what they wanted to say to that partner yeah. who was not experiencing compersion for them. Um, one thing that I think has helped me experience compersion is having a deeper understanding of the person and where they've been and whatever. Like, I think a huge part of the compersion piece for when you went to Alaska was knowing that it's, you haven't gone on a vacation for so long and had been a, like a workaholic. So it was easier to be like, oh... Yeah. That's so good, you know, as opposed to me being like, I can't believe you didn't invite me. Oh, every once in a while, you try to flex your relationship with Jerry all the time. Yeah, I get it. You guys are married. Whatever. <laughs> me and Finn will go on our own. <laughs> Bye, me and Finn. Uh, but yeah, no. So it's like kind of having a little bit of backstory. Like if I were to, you know, in the hypothetical of like having, you know, your partner go out with uh, their friends. Like if that was in my marriage, you know, he didn't have a very large like social group. So mm-hmm. I would have been like so proud that he was putting himself out yeah. there and like having a good time with friends, like that kind of thing. So, I mean, I don't know if that's something that you can do just, like, off the bat, unless you're some sort of, like, Gandhi reincarnation. Doubt it. Doubt it. Um, but, yeah, just to kind of, like, understand the background there and, like, you know, know how far a person has come, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I will say, like, Jay, like, even goes to Muay Thai three nights a week now. Mm-hmm. So, which takes time away from the farm animals and all of that so I have to do more work but I'm excited for him because it's something he really loves and he is making friends and I could get jealous of that but like I'm happy for him yeah Mm -hmm. you know I want him to have his own things I have my own things Mm -hmm. it's not like he's here at the podcast so that's where I I get to practice compersion more of a like a fully developed person human dimensional more dimensions I don't know so like an autonomous uh, person yeah well so here's the thing that with the person that I want I, I mean I think, again, modeled in our friendship, like, with the people who I end up spending most of my time with, like, I'm into what they're into, like, we have similar interests, doing the same things, we're talking about things we're doing, you know, like, that dead space of, like, hanging out with a person who has nothing to bring to the table is kind of, like, off-putting, then it also feels like there's room for them to be jealous of maybe what I'm doing, you know, Mm -hmm. or, like, kind of judging what I'm doing and filling up my time, I don't know, if you have your own things, you're not even thinking about my things, and that's kind of how I like it, you know? Yeah, I mean, and you can have things in common, but not have to have everything in common. Yeah. Like, Jay loves Muay Thai. He asked me the other night, I was like, hey, I could ride with you one day, go on a run while you're working out, and then we can go to dinner downtown. Oh, smart. He's like, oh, you don't want to, like, work out with us? And I was like, no. Absolutely fucking not. He was like, you're not even a little interested? And I was like, zero (laughs) percent. And I'm fine with it. Like, I'm not going to, I have no interest in doing Muay Thai. Mm -hmm. Literally none. That's so funny. I've one time gone to like a dojo to just draw. I'll be like, yeah, well, you know, whatever. And then my partner would ask me like, do you want to do that again? And I was like, oh. No. I did that one time. <laughs> no, that was it. It's okay. <laughs> I kind of got what I wanted yep. out of that. And I would only do this maybe once or twice. Mm-hmm. Just because we live so far from downtown. I was like, it'll be convenient. Yeah, yeah. But I don't want to work out It's like you, you can have a plan on the, in the back burner. Yeah, like, I literally have no desire to do time. Muay Thai. None. You've never had a fighting style that you've been interested in trying? No. Okay, that good talk. <laughs> Not really. So, <laughs> so I don't know. Anyway, why. Back to conversion. <laughs> Not really. Do you like you, Do you like fighting movies at all? They're okay, but I'm not. I'm not drawn to them. Mm-hmm. 
I love them. I, and I'm sorry to do that in a way where I was like asking you a question. I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Anyway, me. Uh-huh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's about you. Anyway, and I love it. I watched a three-hour Bruce Lee movie because I couldn't take my eyes off it. No. I was just like... See, I'm more into, like, aesthetic stuff. So if I did, like, anything, like, belly dancing, Ooh, that okay. type of... I mm. guess um, the closest one that I might have been interested in would be, like, capoeira. Cap- Ooh, capoeira, yes. Whatever it's right. called. I think he's a capoeira. Person, yeah. mm. um, I had some friends into that, and it's technically a fighting style, but it's more Very fluid, dance. like dancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would have been the only one that I might have been interested in, but fighting, fighting, not really. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, for me, I am uh, the... A lot of the forms are very appealing to me. So, like, a lot of these fighting styles will, like, they teach, uh, the way they teach their beginners is by teaching them the forms. This is a lot of, like, you know, Kung Fu and Karate mostly is where I'm mm-hmm. drawing this from. Uh, so, a lot of times they'll teach you the position of the move before they teach you the application of the move. So, it's called, sorry. <laughs> so, so, you're learning your forms first. And so, what they'll do is, like, especially in a competitive, uh, in competitions, they'll have, like, you know, form competition where you're doing it and it could be like 20 steps all at once mm. and they can all look really good like i would you know one thing i would love to do is find like a tai chi form like a competitive tai chi form that i could show you it's very nice interesting um just because like especially with tai chi in particular you're there's such an awareness of where your own like body weight is going and what your, your mm. movements are it's very pretty i like tai, i've seen tai chi uh, that's interesting to me um but i will say especially after the sexual assault just the thought of fighting mm-hmm or being restrained by people I don't know, huge oh, trigger. Oh, yeah. Huge mm-hmm. trigger. Absolutely. Huge trigger. Almost I went to not. a class after and had a huge meltdown. Mm, good. I love that. Huge trigger. Cool. Nice. So, yeah, no, not right Hate now. That. Okay. Yeah, no, we don't have <laughs> Not right now. Well, if, and if you, once you are ready, start with farms. Crying on Just them. Just do farms. I kind of, like, cry <laughs> while I'm trying to, like, fight. Hey, it's not okay. a good It's look. totally fun. Just snotting on them. They let me go. I win. <laughs> it was, yeah. It was, yeah. We got sidetracked. Well, did we? (laughs) What's this episode of Fighting Street Fighter again? (laughs) Um, If you are new to this lifestyle or you're monogamous and you're going, well, why does it matter? Ooh, okay. Interesting. Which I feel like a lot of people could probably say, well, I'm, you know, my partner's going out on dates and my, I don't have to worry about all that. Mm -hmm. Um, It matters because a lot of it really does come down to autonomy. Okay. And trust and not living in a fear-driven space. Okay, yeah. I was about to say it just affects the environment. You know, like I feel like the same way you have to pick a very specific environment for a plant to grow, that's kind of like how healthy polyamory grows in in my mind, is like to know that like my... You know, the difference between a partner that's just like, okay, well, I'm just, you know, okay, I'm not thrilled by it, but like whatever, versus a person who's like, oh, man, I'm really happy for you. Mm -hmm. When I think it's, it even goes back to like when we're kids and, or even not even when we're kids, even as adults, if we play sports and one team loses and one wins, you still congratulate the other team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is a form of compersion. Oh, yeah. When you are congratulating them and you're happy for their winning, that yes. is, you know, you're learning compersion at a young age. We're just not learning it in the structure of relationships. Very true. Very true. Is that I think a it's fair, fair assessment? Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think it matters. I think it's good to teach your children. I think it's mm-hmm. good to have in your relationship be monogamous or not. Mm-hmm. I just think it comes up way more in non-monogamy. Yeah. I think also do it for your spirit. Yeah. I mean, I, I and, and just don't freak out if you're not perfect at it. Yeah. I mean, it, uh, yeah, I think it could take some time. Like if you're a person who you're not easily like com- compersing, 
<laughs> we're going to make this a verb <laughs> for another person. I mean, like, I think there's definitely, uh, you know, you might fall into a trap of feeling bad or like feeling like you're a bad partner. You might be a bad partner. Maybe look into that. <laughs> but um, it, if if you find that you are working on your jealousy and it's harder for you to get to compersion, I mean, be open about it. <laughs> Accept that. Work yeah. on it. Uh, I, I, yeah, I just, I don't know. I Do you think compersion is the goal? So, I, I where do you for on that? me? We've not actually talked about that. I don't think we have. But for me, compersion is the goal. Okay. Like I would, I would say, I, w- I want to arrive in a space where my relationships involve a good, healthy amount of compersion. I will say, for me, um, neutrality is the minimum. Okay. Yeah, I can take that. So being neutral on things, um, ambivalence. Or just That's true. I wonder if a little bit of this kind of falls into the praise kink aspect for me. Because like if I was to use this example like somewhere else too, where it's like, you know, if I told somebody I got a raise and they were neutral about it, I would hate them. They'd be like, eh. <laughs> I'll be like, I got it. And they're like, uh, okay. good for you. Awesome. I would be like, wow, never telling you hate my good you. news. <laughs> I'm just not telling you my good news. If we can't celebrate, you know? Yeah. I don't it's- know. Is and not it, that I have to be like, you know, oh my God, oh, I'm doing this thing and it was so good. And you should, be, and you should like really be like celebrating with me. Yeah. But like, I don't know. And sometimes just don't like, don't, don't harsh my vibe, I guess. Don't kill it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, it, obviously things can go into play. Like you're having a bad day and someone tries to come to you with good news. Mm-hmm. Um, I think sometimes you just have to communicate like, hey, I'm not in a super great space to be supportive right this second. Mm-hmm. Um, like I will say after my assault, I did warn Jay that him going out on dates might be harder for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't stop him and I still mm-hmm. wanted him to go, but I knew it might just be harder in those initial moments. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first couple were a little gnarly, but then after that, it was just kind of like, okay, like I just needed to get back to a kind of center neutral space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, for me, neutrality is the minute. You know? Yeah. Um, okay. Anyways, so yeah. anyways, and we're back. Uh, and we're back. Thank you so much for whoever waiting. called me rude. Yeah. Stop it. So yeah, compersion for me is a goal, and it's not. It's not something I beat myself up over though. So I allow myself okay. the moments of jealousy. Mm-hmm. I allow myself to sit with them, and sometimes if I need to work on something, I will. But sometimes I'm just having moments of envy, and that just is that's a like that's a normal fucking emotion. It's true. Yeah. That's just how it is. Yeah. You're going to feel... I don't care if you reach the Gandhi level of fucking compersion. Gandhi still have moments of jealousy because he's fucking human. Yeah, that's true. Um, I definitely agree with the whole, like, you know, one, this isn't meant to, like, eliminate normal human emotions like jealousy or envy. Yeah. Uh, two, I do agree that, yeah, neutrality as a minimum mm-hmm. and the option and openness to working towards compersion. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I mean, like... I like an awareness of self and stuff. So I just like, well, I don't know. I want you to be aware of like, if this is something, if you're not able to be a person who can have compersion, are you at least sure that's not because you have some secret negative feelings about this lifestyle? Like, I think that's where it's like, I'm so immediately like, yes, we should have compersion. Absolutely. Compersion is the minimum. Yeah. Almost because I have anxiety about like, are you really into this lifestyle? Or are you just into this because you're trying to have a relationship with me? Like, I, you know, that part... My my ideal is a person who's also into this lifestyle of their own accord, not because they yeah. need to, like, try to trick me. Now, so. on here we had pitfalls. There's a huge pitfall I can think of. Start. So, for me, compersion does not equal oversharing. Ooh. 
that's a good one and I think a lot of people fall into that pitfall of like if I'm happy for someone I have to know all the things or be open to knowing all the things the fuck you do okay no do not overshare oversharing still applies even if you're having compersion like I am very excited for Jay when he goes on dates but Mm -hmm. I don't need all the details because that is going to more likely drag me into a space of envy Mm. yeah like that that's just there's certain things that I still preach do not overshare Mm. I will continue to preach do not overshare even if you are experiencing compersion Mm mm-hmm I think I had like a moment a little bit like that where um, when I was still married and my husband had come home from a very good date and like by the time he had arrived home, he had a very sweet message on his phone and he was like, oh, and he like made him feel so good and he wanted Mm -hmm. to share it with me. And I was like, oh, I, you know, I'm super happy that you got that message. That's what this lifestyle is about. I really don't want you to read it to me though. Yeah. And it's not that I'm not happy, but it's like, and and it, it's just this awareness of being imperfect and being like, yeah, if you read that to me, that's going to really mean, a, like, I will really be jealous of that because yeah. I am trying, like, a lot of the inspiration for this opening is because I, we're having trouble emotionally connecting and you're able to do that easily with another person yeah. and that will hurt me, you know? Yeah. So, like, that, just that awareness. So, like, knowing it's like, okay, yes, I'm having to say no, don't share it, and that makes you very happy, but also I'm kind of saying I'm trying to protect your happiness over that without starting yep. something with me, you know? And also, like, if you're the person who feels compersion and then you want to overshare, you really need to evaluate why. Mm-hmm. What is the, what's the That's sharing nice. doing for you? Yeah. And what is it serving? Yeah. And is there a better person you can talk to about it? Yeah. Or do you need to talk about it? Damn. Maybe. Sometimes. There are certain things. Sometimes. Yeah. Well, but I mean, there are certain things like going into like big details on sex and stuff. You probably should just keep to yourself for the most part. What's the scale there then of like what you can share and what you can't? Well, if it's anything intimate like sex, I would always get the person's permission for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but like sharing like information about what you did on the date, that kind of stuff. Like I would just tread carefully, especially in the beginning. Mm-hmm. We went to dinner too much. <laughs> I mean, the basics like that you can go, but I, I just don't know that you need to get into tons of detail, especially when you're in the beginning stages of opening your relationship. It, mm-hmm. it can get gnarly fast. Mm-hmm. Oh, we went to this one place. Well, I wanted to take you there. Why didn't I? Why didn't I get to take you there? And mm-hmm. I, you know, until you've gotten into a more compersion happy space, mm-hmm. I would tend to only share what is needed. Did you have a good time? Yes. Do you want to see? Is that again? needed? Yes. Um, I think it's okay to ask if you had a good time. Is it needed? Okay. Not necessarily, but I think it's okay to have basic questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm now, trying, if you can't even hear basic questions, then... How do we gauge when we're talking to a partner what's too much, what's not too much? I'm, uh, it's hard for me because I'm so empathic that I can kind of feel it automatically. Mm-hmm. So I don't... Hmm. If we were to give our listeners a good way to try to gauge it with their partners, that's what I'm trying to think of. Um, I mean, um, in the beginning, I would keep it super, super basic. Mm-hmm. Don't everyone I've ever met who has opened up a relationship mm-hmm. or started out with someone monogamous and moved into... not Like... They always overshare. Mm-hmm. Always. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I always tell them, do not overshare. And they're like, hey, it's not that bad. And then they always come back and they're like, I overshared. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Definitely the, the best friend fallacy between monogamous couples who are opening up their relationships will kind of get you in trouble. Yeah. This whole like, well, we share everything. We it's are like, BFF right. and they need to know all well, the details. I'll see you later. I'm back in the group chat when you're looking for advice. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. that A friend gave me that advice and... 
best advice I ever heard, and I now preach that on the high heavens. Even mm-hmm. for people who have been in it for a while. Even me and Jay don't overshare. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't need to. Mm-hmm. It doesn't... I, I, I don't talk to him about everything me and you do. And hang When we hang out, I'm not like, okay, first, the hot goss. Ooh, we... I'm sure that you have said stuff to Jay that I haven't consented to, though, for sure. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. But for the most part, like, he and I, I don't sit there and go through our daily, like, mm-hmm. okay, first me and Siege sat down at work, and then we shared an email, and then I sent her a meme on group checks, and one. then it was. And then, so it's that kind of thing where I don't do that with mm-hmm. my friends when I hang out with them, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that when I go out on dates either. Well, too much detailing like that feels like reporting to me. Not, yeah. not necessarily that that is what you're doing, but, like, it does feel very, like, why do I have to like give a play-by-play? Right. So I would say a play-by-play is oversharing. I would say definitely sex details is oversharing. Yes. Um, I, I'm not sure. I mean, a, a healthy amount of information that makes your partner know that you're going on a date with a person and not a murderer? <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, I oh, what do they do for work? You know, what is their... Yeah, Jay, before I go on a date, Jay will typically ask, you know what's their name how old are they what's their background experience and like general information but we keep it very surface level you like they have a name ew (laughs) Ew, gross yeah over here i don't want another name just say person human whom they're human yeah they're human they're fine they breathe yeah there's some of that going on for sure quick breath So yeah, that that's my big pitfall that I could think of mm-hmm. is that compersion could lead you to feeling a little too safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Well, pitfalls, or did you have any pitfalls you had thought of? Um, I, I think yeah. Well, so for me, if you're going so like you really want this to be a goal and you really want to be that, I and you're like ignoring that you're a human that has jealousy emotions. That for me is a pitfall because it's like then you're not really addressing what will actually get you to compersion. Mm-hmm. Like don't like pretend like you're not jealous or like just like you know avoid that inner work with yourself and just be like no yeah I'm fine I'm so happy for you I'm fine I have no jealousy I have ever. no I've never been jealous in my life I am totally compersed I mean I'm Polly right of course I'm compersing I'm ultimate compersed <laughs> I'm compersed to the to the nines <laughs> I have reached compersing I I have reached ultimate compersing I'm at the peak of compersed I'm <laughs> compersed to the worst wait i'm sorry <laughs> uh but yeah so i would say like kind of blindly like assuming you're in your compersioning without you know doing the work on it and stuff do you think there's a pitfall of putting too much pressure on yourself to experience compersion yeah especially in the beginning for sure it is yeah you're human be gentle with yourself it's not going to be easy you know yeah Unless you're some wild card of a human who grew up in such a like sex positive relationship positive polyamorous parents like I mean I don't think they exist. I think most of my friends grew up in Maybe terrible California sex toxic homes. That's us. Yeah, that's where we're at. Hi. Yeah, it's us. <laughs> um, that was that was it for me. Um, I can see uh, if you think something is wrong with you or not feeling compersion and you're kind of shutting down because of that. I think yeah. that's a pitfall. Developing anxiety um, around it. Yeah, anxiety around not having it. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. Thinking that you can't be poly because you're not feeling it immediately, that's probably yeah. a pitfall. And you can also come up with, like, um, I saw a post in a group from a member who's actually in our group about, like, rituals before and after a date. Mm-hmm. And I realized that, like, Jay and I actually do rituals that we never really even meant to do, and it does help with compersion. Oh, yeah, like what? 
Um, so one of the suggestions I made to this person, cause they were asking for help on like how to have rituals on like reconnecting and feeling more secure. So Jay and I, if I'm going on a date and I'm at home and going from there, we always help each other get ready Aww. and like help pick each other's outfits out and say if we look good or not. You guys are so gross. And I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, and usually like we'll pick on each other about certain things that we're wearing or whatever. So yeah. So gross. It's like a small way that I realize that we kind of experience compersion of like helping each other get ready and mm-hmm. kind of joking and picking on each other when we do that because mm-hmm. that's our love language. I'm feeling compersion right now for yeah. you guys. It's, that's <laughs> our love language is bullshitting with each other. Um, so things like that, like even just look for those small moments of compersion. You don't need the grandiose acts of compersion. Mm-hmm. It's not like you need to be in the room as they're having sex and be like, I feel nothing about this. This is great. <laughs> I love this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, now, two inches yeah, to I mean, the left. He likes that yeah, more. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. I, feel I feel nothing. I feel so. I feel this is elation. <laughs> I feel so happy. <laughs> yeah. So it's, I think it's finding well, those small What about small a, a go home ritual? Do you have a, a returning home ritual? So I do. And again, I didn't realize I did until I was thinking about answers for this guy. So typically after a date, be it if it's the next day or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, we typically will both sit down just kind of intrinsically and like talk about what happened the day before if we didn't see each other or what happened that night or what we did. Mm -hmm. And not even necessarily how the date was, but just kind of catching up like, Mm -hmm. what are you doing? We should do an episode of reconnecting with your partners. Probably. Yeah. That's a good one. I am keeping this paper because it says uh, butt plug finger girl on it. Yep. So I can take notes on this one, guys. Yes. <laughs> um, so we typically do that, and it's not anything we ever discussed, but it kind of, I explained to this guy, like, that's our way of, I think, just reconnecting real fast. We talk about what we need to do that day or what we're going to do that day, each individually. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of just sets the tone of, like, okay, we're back in this space. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. I like that so, a lot. I think there's not a lot of materials out there for like established relationships. That might be a cool direction yeah. for us to go on. Was there anything that you did when you were married that you found? Um, you know, it's this is it, this is a tender topic for me because you know part of my inspiration to open was a lot of trying to fix what was broken in my relationship, which I feel is maybe a poly pitfall. If that you is will. very much a poly pitfall. Um, and I I say it's tender to talk about because you know I'm a co-host on a podcast like this, and you know part I I feel shame for that being part of my story sometimes. Oh. Um, but. Uh, so the reason why I'm being open about that is because we didn't have a lot of reconnecting practices. We were kind of already drifting, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, I think like engaging in activity that you both enjoy could be good. You know, I like that, like talking, Mm -hmm. just like sitting together and talking one, you know? Yeah. We'll do an episode on that. Yes. So again, be nice to yourself. Compersion can be hard to reach at times. Just find those small moments of compersion. Mm-hmm. All the small moments will eventually lead up to larger moments of compersion, in, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, I think it also, like life's work of mine was even having a compersion for my friends, to yeah. be honest. I think I was in such a, like, a toxic familial situation that I was, yeah, I was jealous of other people being able to be happy, move period. out of their parents' house. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, oh, like, your parents don't guilt you over everything? A hard, well, a hard one for me is the financial support from parents where I'll oh, like yeah. another person will be like oh yeah I was just and then my parents really and I'll be like cool that's why when people accuse me of having all of this because of my parents I'm mm-hmm. like for fucking what yeah right <laughs> really yeah oh yeah who was it the other day that accused me of my parents paying for everything <laughs> oh that's right 
<laughs> just just your life partner's just family. Just my partner's fucking family who was accusing me of my parents paying for everything. Yeah. That would have been nice. And then when you said it was your money, they're like, well, it's slutty money. And it's like, okay, well, was it my dad's money? When it was my dad's money, it wasn't slutty money. It wasn't slutty money. So, like, they're understand. like, it's all your husband's. And I'm like, I- once again, when a man is involved, is it not slutty money? I just- second of all, I can't even fucking date. Which husband's? Oh, man, that's so true. Wow, I like, wow, they, they, a <laughs> they lot of times, let me tell you something. A lot of times people try to insult you, but they're like, actually, like, <laughs> it's insulting for the wrong reason. Yeah, well, the idea that like, oh, all your husbands are like, oh, wow, I have enough successful relationships that I'm married to all I of them. Wish. Wow, yeah. Jesus Or like Christ. saying like, oh, you're being such a hoe. Well, I wish. Again, wish. <laughs> I would love that. Please. Yeah, that's funny. Oh, my parents pay everything? Again, please. Yeah, that would... <laughs> Great. I, I have received some financial assistance in a repair relationship with my parents recently in case anybody's watching. Which is fine. I don't care. <laughs> but yeah, no, there was a long time. So, but, or like even where, when, uh, like before I had this job when I felt like I was kind of stuck in shitty jobs because I had to work on that like business that I was mm-hmm. doing with my stepdad people just have another jobs I mean, yeah. must be nice oh you can stay at a company to try and build a career must be mm-hmm. nice <laughs> i'm part-time till i die probably yeah so not anymore no not anymore breaking the cycles <laughs> we're sorry <laughs> <laughs> you have to watch the last episode to get watch that the last episode to get that joke so yeah i think we're we kind of sum it all up yeah and so, if you want to know what the six elements of compersion are, you will Patreon. have to go to Patreon. That's That was our goal the whole time. We wrote that. That's in the so, notes. Don't look. That's summing up, compersion is basically joy for others who are experiencing joy. joy. Doesn't have to necessarily directly affect you. Joy for another person's joy, especially when it's not directly connected especially to you. Especially when it's not. It can be for polyamorous or monogamous. Yeah. Not, not exclusive can, to your romantic relationships. No. And practice is key, just like everything else. Mm-hmm. Keep at it. It is. It can be a skill learn over time. If you know somebody who's immediately good at compersion, they're an alien. Kill them. You should get away from them. Kill them. <laughs> Not that we're jealous. We're so happy for them. I'm so happy that they're so easily able to <laughs> be compersing. <laughs> they've compersed. They've, 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 I bet you just see your partner. You're so happy for them. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, cool. I think we're good. I think we're good. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me this episode about Plug Finger Girl. <laughs> You're welcome, assistant to Plug Finger Girl. Two brats and a podcast. <laughs> um, thank you so much for tuning in, guys. If you would like to join our Patreon, where oh, we'll have the six hours. We did also forget about that. I'll just do a voiceover. <laughs> <laughs> Leave us a five-star review on Apple iTunes. Join our Facebook group. Come talk to us. We're funny. We ask a lot of questions. Let's discuss. Let's get talking. So we, we post our munches. We post our munches, um, and et cetera, so forth. YouTube, subscribe, bell, and um, ding um, Kofi. Co- and Spotify. Uh, no, Anchor? <laughs> You're just using all the words. I'm just the, the SEO. <laughs> <laughs> and bondage kink, non-monogamy, polyamory. So, boom. Thanks for watching. <laughs> and listening. Goodbye.